0: Welcome to WROL Broadcast. I am Hatemail. With me today, we have Ogre Barbarian. Hello. And this is going to be different if you're a normal DC Legends listener. We are doing an episode on Magic Mana Strike. And don't worry, this isn't going to be like an Ion affair. This is more of a just casual friends hanging out. <laughs> so we may and do some To be of...
1: fair, this game is a lot more casual.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's just a fun game. We may or may not take it more seriously down the road, but fun game we thought we'd do a little bit of content for. Ogre is a big Magic player, or has been yeah. off and on Which, over time anyway.
1: If you've listened to the podcast, I mean, you probably know that.
0: And I played Magic quite a bit when I was younger kind of dabbled in it on some of the online versions here and there and then um was big into Hearthstone which you know uh-huh. kind of came from Magic but we saw this game Ogre showed it to me I was like it oh, looks kind of interesting I never played any of the the game that I guess this is most similar to is Clash Royale in uh kind of play as style. far
1: as the popularity yes that is the yeah. the most popular game of this genre is the RTS Real time strategy yep. style games.
0: Yeah. I played so, a lot of those with StarCraft, Warcraft, which is very different to builder RTS, but it's
1: Yeah. Like it's still the same game because you're still throwing units out there, but you have little cards of them rather than having to build the buildings and then all that other stuff. And so it's more of just like throw units at each other and uh, do resource management a little bit less. So
0: and, so, and I I actually have a lot of fun playing it, and it's a game I can play super casually, so it's exactly mm-hmm. the kind of side game whenever I need a little break from DCL. So with that, sure. let's get into it. Um, we decided we're going to format this episode where we're just going to kind of go into random topics. I'm very much a noob. I'm ranked two in game, probably only played a combined four or five hours so far, but enjoying it a lot ogres played a lot more than i have so he's a little more experienced you know
1: surprisingly as much as as far ahead as i am compared to you guys i haven't actually played that much i play for maybe an hour or so a day and yeah. it's only been out for six days now
0: I not one night you grinded like three hours
1: uh, well, like the night of release, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, because I was like wanting to learn, you know, what is this? What is this? And I spent more time in the game than I didn't actually play.
0: Yeah, and I haven't because I, I was just more poking around, just popped in, battled, played with my cards. Really, haven't poked around much, so that's probably where a lot of my questions are going to lie. Which a lot of players and that's, probably that's do the same that's thing.
1: perfectly fine because again, like you said, a lot of players are going to have those questions. So.
0: Let's and do it. This game is all almost... It's 100% PvP, correct? There's no PvE mode that I found?
1: Okay, so the closest thing you're going to have is the training mode.
0: Yeah, and I saw that, which I haven't played uh, which at all.
1: You don't get any benefit from doing, so You know, there's no point, really. So yes, essentially it is all PvP.
0: Um, this game also, for those of you wondering, it seems like it's extremely free-to-play friendly. I don't really see much of a reason to spend... Much money. I bought a uh, couple of those dollar entry level packs that they gave you. They give you a little uh-huh. bit extra, but I think I've spent a total of $3 so far.
1: I think I spent 5 or $10 to get some gems to get the first uh,
0: pass. Okay, so let's talk For about that because that was actually one of my first questions. So, yeah. in it looks like as you gain, as you defeat enemies and you gain um, the like what looks like the magic symbols, you.
1: It's referred to as spark.
0: Okay, you get your spark it has a, a leaderboard or a, like a thing that unlocks more and more rewards as you collect those. And then it gives you the um, the magic pass upgrade. What is the benefit of getting the magic pass upgrade?
1: All right. So the magic pass upgrade is a second row of, you know, goodies that you can unlock. Uh, one of the things that you unlock is another planeswalker, which is Obnixilus this, this month. Uh, you also get some emotes, you're going to get some gems and some coins and some packs and, like, it, it's literally just extra stuff. Like, it's okay, not...
0: so, yeah, I'm looking at that now, I see it.
1: Yeah, it's not like it's, you know, going to do a ton for you, but it does boost you up a little bit. So, I mean, the little bit of gems that they ask for for it, I think equates to, like, five bucks, maybe.
0: Okay. As far as, like, if
1: you so. if you were to buy the the gems raw, I think it's five dollars.
0: Now if do you is this something you have to purchase every month? Basically. I'm assuming
1: the pass is something that you will have to purchase every month. However, like I was saying, I did the math on it and I just poking around. Uh if you complete progression up to a certain point in you know, you are able to collect all the free gems, and free gems do occasionally appear in the shop, uh, you can get enough gems to sustain it. So I mean you have to be pretty decent player, but like you can get it to be self sustaining.
0: Okay, but if I wanted to play casually, spend five whole dollars and I can.
1: Yeah, just give yourself a kickstart. Yeah. you know, for the five bucks, like yeah, it's not a it's not a big deal. It's a decent decent amount of rewards for five bucks.
0: Okay, so that that sounds pretty good. Now, mm-hmm. I just recently. This game has what's called teams, which are the equivalent of guilds or clans, if you're familiar with. other Any games. other game ever. <laughs> and inside the the team, I just actually opened it for the first time about 30 seconds ago. And right before we started <laughs> this podcast. And I see on here you can request cards from each other. Then yep. for those of you who have not played the game at all, just a quick refresher. Cards are your units that you can drop. And they yeah. can be upgraded. So let, let,
1: Let's rewind just a little bit further than in okay. that case. So your deck, your deck consists of seven cards and one Planeswalker. So as you're building, you know, constructing your deck, you have seven unit cards, which are either a creature or a spell, and then you have one Planeswalker. The Planeswalker will determine what colors you'll have available. Uh, in addition to the color, you'll also have any colorless card available for use in that building so if you have the first five characters you start with are all you know all five of the colors
0: yeah, and all five it's of the colors it, it replicates magic so you have white black green red and blue
1: yeah
0: and then and it is
1: literally that straightforward for those of you who aren't magic players it's literally just the color not trying to be fancy and oh this is death and this is life and this is fire and it, it's not it, it's
0: literally just a color that's how magic is so they are kind of <laughs> themed around I mean, uh yes a to bit, an extent
1: but... they they are very themed around those aspects but
0: <laughs> so there's no i mean it really doesn't so when you go into battle it's random so you don't get to pick your opponents so you basically just build up the color you like more or less than building I mean I'm sure at times certainly
1: It's not even it's not even so much a color, I think. I think it's more of which strategy right. do you wanna play with? Because there's a lot of different strategies you can have in these kind of games. You know, do you wanna get behind the giant and punch your way through? You know, certain colors are gonna support that a little bit better than other ones, so
0: I'll, I have th- always I've only played I tested the the fireplanes walker um mm-hmm. Chandra Chandra and didn't fit my playstyle even though that normally is what my playstyle is it just I kept losing horribly so I switched <laughs> to the and Johnny Goldmane the white character and mm-hmm. I've enjoying him and I've done pretty well with him so far most some matches I just get destroyed for whatever reason but most matches well that's
1: like to be fair in the matches you're getting destroyed you're probably facing somebody who actually knows what they're doing
0: yeah or they just have stronger cards
1: it, yeah if if you see the levels on their cards because they are displayed during the match if they're higher than yours yeah, that's possible that it has something to do with it too yeah
0: yeah so one of the things that I noticed that each color has a certain amount of cards it doesn't seem like there's a ton of cards but it looks like they can be ranked up so that probably is where you know if you wanted to whale out on it that's where you could really gain a little bit of an advantage but it doesn't yeah, seem like that's there's a huge that's advantage. pretty
1: much what it is is if you were to quote-unquote whale out on this game, you're going to have access to all the Planeswalkers, have all of the emotes, you know. That's where all of the money is going in this game. It's not... And to be fair, even as a free-to-play, you can get all of that stuff eventually. So, I mean...
0: Well, what I like about this is that I don't feel like I... Like in some of the collector games, you feel like you have to gear out rank up every character and I really feel like you could just pick one that you like and just stick to that color or some of the planeswalkers are multicolor, so you can mm-hmm. just stick to like I'm eyeballing the one that's white and red later because those are the two colors I always played in magic um, right so I just just for fun's sake I'll probably just pick that character and then build that character and
1: she's and she's pretty good Nahiri is pretty good okay. uh, and as you get once you hit 600 trophies and 700 trophies you get a free two-color planeswalker. one. Oh, cool. So, you know, if you see one you like, maybe it's a free one, maybe not.
0: But yeah, you know, know.
1: even if it's not a free one, you can save up coins and buy them. So Yeah,
0: they don't seem like they're that horribly expensive.
1: Like, as long as you have an active team and you can get the requests for cards and donate, it's not. But when you're just trying to make a little bit of gold on your own, you're only going to make about 200 gold per pack and you only get like five packs a day. So you're only looking at a thousand gold a day and if it's thirty thousand, that's a whole month's worth of gold.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I guess it's a little but much. if you have a
1: team and you can go donate five cards at twenty four hundred apiece, then it's nothing, yeah.
0: So on the characters, the all the cards, the cards have different mana costs. You start the match with a certain amount of mm-hmm. mana and then it regenerates as you go along. I've noticed that it seems like you usually, I mean, on every team, and I think there's a card you get out of the, the golem, which is five mana yep, cost, I'll and you, kind of, you drop him and then you put a bunch of small minions behind him, and that tends to be the strategy that works for me right now, because it's just the easy strategy. Um,
1: yeah, that's that's referred to as like a siege strategy. You place a tank and then place a bunch of ranged units behind it, and let them protect it while it marches towards the tower, and protects them from the tower. So,
0: and then you have flying and ground units. Yeah, I can see where this game can get complex. Yeah, quickly.
1: there is there is a bit of intricacy to it. And again, if you want to just, I like this card. I'm gonna put it in my deck. You can do that. Yeah. Just don't expect to be the top player. You know. What I mean.
0: Yeah, and I think um, as this, as we play this a little longer and we get a little more intricate strategies, and if there's any um, high ranked players that want to come on eventually and do more strategy-based conversation. i um, a little premature for that. The game's very new. We're very new at the game, especially especially myself. I haven't played a whole heck of like a lot.
1: I've, I played Clash Royale for like three years. That's the only reason I have any kind of knowing what's going on in this game. Gotcha. So I, I made all my mistakes already.
0: <laughs> so like most games, is purchasing cards from the shop a terrible idea or might be worth it in some cases?
1: Okay, so in this game, the cards cost in the actual shop are very expensive.
0: That's what I figured. I bought the Angel of Renewal just because I really wanted that card.
1: Like, if it's, <laughs> if it's a rare card that you don't have, it might be worth it. But if you go into the team, there's a shop in there, and that goes for, uh, like, special coins. And I think those are probably a little bit more worth it. So if you see a coin... In the regular shop, you might pick up the coin.
0: Okay, so I see these coins. Um, where do you get the coins from?
1: Uh, completing missions. Okay. And, and just going up the ladder uh, through the... Uh, if you look at the reward systems. Okay. And then the magic pass, you can get them from there too.
0: Nope, oh, it just so. gave me one for doing something clicking a button
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey you figure out how to click this here's the thing <laughs> well, that's pretty cool they have a lot of cards it, it, it's not that generous but like it is pretty generous
0: yeah that's so, cool.
1: and it you know it changes out every so often so i mean you can find good stuff so i would focus more on the the team coins for the team shop than i would on buying regular cards from the basic shop
0: And other than the team shops, what are the advantages of being in a team?
1: The big one is that donation thing that I was talking about a little bit. That's your biggest source of, like, gold income. Uh, You can get gold elsewhere. It just takes a little bit longer. Whereas, as long as you have everybody constantly requesting cards and you can donate cards, like, especially as we continue to grow and progress, like, having that magic pass to get you those few extra cards... This is where that's going to come in handy because, oh, I have the cards I can donate. Let me donate that to you real quick and get some extra gold. You gotcha. know, that's where, that's where that kind of advantage is going to be accrued. It's going to be kind of incremental.
0: So. Now, I also see here fun. the Tier 17 Mission Reward Chest. How do you... Yeah,
1: and so if you look, there should be a timer. Okay,
0: destroy Enemy Guardian, I see that.
1: Yeah, there should be a timer also, counting down as to how long we have available to do that. So as a team, that's our goal to destroy enemy guardians, you know, which is the enemy towers. So
0: Okay. So my next question is, is there any particular planeswalkers you should be targeting or is that it's more just kind of personal preference? Is there any that are terrible?
1: Okay. Well, okay. So according to the Discord Nahiri is really good. Nobody likes her skill, which I find ridiculous because I think her skill's great. Which but one? Nahiri? The red white.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's the one I want anyway. So.
1: Right, yeah. No, She herself is supposed to be really good, and again, for whatever reason, people don't like her skill. Just the way it works, people don't like it. And they're like, it doesn't do any damage. I'm like, it costs one mana. <laughs> so. <Yeah. laughs> but, again... Yeah, people have been playing longer than me, so they... Well,
0: there a lot of people in the beta, so... Yeah,
1: there was a lot of people in the beta that are on the Discord, so I mean, this community is growing very rapidly. Uh, When I joined it, like, an hour or two before global launch, there was 30 people. Now I think we're up over 400 or 500 on the Reddit.
0: Wow. So, I mean, it's growing
1: growing quickly. Anyway, what were we talking about? uh, Planeswalkers.
0: Yeah. Is there any terrible ones, ones you want to avoid? not wasted
1: supposedly there is a few yes and from my use of them I'm like they seem fine but I'm also playing at lower level so maybe that is what matters yeah I mean okay so from what I've gathered and again I'm not you know super high I'm kind of somewhere in the middle Uh, but from what I've gathered every planeswalker has particular uh, archetype that they kind of support in what they do. And if you don't play that particular archetype with that Planeswalker, they're probably not going to be as good as they could be. So that might have something to do with it.
0: Okay. I'm sure as I play and we get further along in this, it will lead to a lot more questions and... Um, I do also see this event. <clears throat> you have to be rank three to enter. I'm not rank three yet. Do you know what yeah. what the event is? Okay,
1: so the event is going to be a bunch of different events. This one currently is sealed. That's what they're calling it. Okay. If you're familiar with Magic terminology, mm-hmm. that's an event where you can go to your local store, get six packs, build a deck out of that garbage and play against all the players and try to see who has the better garbage. Um, It's basically the same thing in this. You open up five random Planeswalkers. Here's your five Planeswalkers. Pick one. Here's 20 different cards. Pick which ones you want to use. That's literally all it is.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool, actually. I like that.
1: It is. It's it's a lot of fun. And then, again, it runs into the normal tournament system where, oh, now you have to get to seven wins. Good luck. (laughs) That's pretty neat. So, yeah, like... From what I've seen so far, Netmarble, even if they don't necessarily know a lot about Magic, they definitely have taken the time to take input and, well, this is what Magic players are going to know, so we're going to use this terminology. Yeah, so, I know a lot of I the Magic. That, I thought that was cool.
0: The Magic, like the hardcore Magic players are not, not really that into this game, at least from what I've read. But they're not that excited about oh. it. But yeah, they want to just
1: see. Oh, okay. So, Magic players, they play Magic. yeah,
0: this isn't Magic. I mean, this is just a derivative of Magic. magic. Yeah. But it's a fun game, so...
1: It's one of those games, if you're already into an RTS and you happen to know Magic and like the lore, this is going to be a great game for you. So...
0: Yeah, I'm enjoying it.
1: Yeah. You know, Magic, as we know, has great lore, so that's one of the things that I'm here for.
0: Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this up?
1: Um... I would say, if you're going to start asking for, oh, tell me which deck is great, the short answer is, there isn't one yet. We don't know. Uh, I can tell you my own personal experience and how I play, but that doesn't tell me how you play and what's going to be good for you. If my reaction time is fast and I like to play aggressive decks, that doesn't help you if you want to play the the get-behind-the-giant strategy. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Well, I think there will be preferred
1: I, I'm sure tops. there will That's but crazy. I'm saying until we actually figure out what the different archetypes are and how each of those kind of pan out and what supports what until we know more about that like don't be afraid to test a little bit experiment a little bit you know basically what I'm saying is don't take anybody's word as gospel
0: always yeah, I mean I'm sure a couple of the top ranked people or have some good strategies down so if you're listening oh, to this, we I mean, wouldn't what that agree. is. But...
1: They're going to have good strategies because they've been playing for a couple extra months. Yep. Possibly. So, I mean, and that's fine. So...
0: Do you know if the beta players got to carry all their progress over? I believe they did. Uh, I hate when they do that. I really wish they wouldn't do that. I don't mind them getting a little something extra, but I hate when they have, like, a three-month advantage over other players. I mean, I don't care so much in this one. Yeah, but
1: in six months, it won't matter, so. Yeah.
0: I don't care so much because I don't plan to play super competitively in this game, but. Um, yeah <laughs> in some games that can be a mountain that you can't climb over, but
1: yeah, and I think the thing is here is that there is a max cap, so I mean yeah, once you hit that, you hit that. so I mean you can't do anything about that, so
0: exactly. All right, well, if you're listening to the show, there's anything else you want to hear about that you want to get some info on, please let us know, and we'll probably be releasing. We, we don't have a scheduled plan for this one. we will kind of plan it by year as we go along. I'm
1: going to be doing videos probably every day, every other day for a while, just to kind of get a little bit of stuff out there, but not like super hardcore. So.
0: Well, what we will do is Ogre will probably do some like YouTube live streams. So if you're listening on audio only, just go to YouTube yeah, YouTube.com slash WRL broadcast and check us out. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Later, guys.
1: Have a good one.